Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Colquitt will hold it. Twenty twenty tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up and is right down the boulevard. It's good. And the Chiefs take a twenty three to twenty lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks some. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? You're listening to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast with myself, Brad Simcox, the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo, Tom Childs, and backing us up at safety is Dave Barnett. Uh, This week's show is all about free agency rumours, the link with the Chiefs. But before we get into that, just check out our first ever Back to the Chiefs podcast where we give our reactions to the unlikely Chiefs victory over the Packers in 2011, as if it just happened. Uh, It's full of crazy takes and... I tell you what, right, right, right towards the end, it's hilarious. It really is. We've had um, we had Seth Kaiser with us from uh, the Athletic, and uh, we had Tom Childs as well. And it was, just, <laughs> mate, what was it like? <laughs> we, we we died at the end, didn't we? <laughs> it was certainly one of the more interesting podcast recordings we've ever had, and we've we've had some moments on this show where I thought, what the hell are we doing? And that was kind of one of them. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, though. It was it, it was, was difficult, good, though. It was good fun getting into character. I felt like yeah. a lot of prep went into it, and we've obviously decided now what game we're going to go with next. The next one's going to be the Monday Night Football 2014 win over the Patriots, the one where the Chiefs kingdom broke the noise record onto Cincinnati and all of that and that show is going to be recorded with us free and Ryan Tracy from the Locked On Chiefs podcast so That's be fun. Look, look, that, look for that in the next few weeks that'll be coming to hit the subscribe button um, but if you haven't yet go back and listen to the one with Seth Kaiser and the 2011 Packers because it is a lot of fun it really uh, was. yeah I think Seth was the uh, MVP of that one he was yes, hilarious certainly was I was really surprised at how into character he got um, because obviously we were back in 2011 like we were all still young mostly kid free it was we were young and ambitious and you can tell by the way we're talking about the game and like hopeful of where the Chiefs were going and obviously it wasn't to be but it's definitely worth a listen go check it out definitely for j- just for the crazy takes brilliant especially listening to Seth saying these crazy takes and he's quite you know he's quite on the ball with his uh, with his takes at the minute isn't he but mm-hmm. he, he, he kind of played it from how he was in 2011 which was funny as but anyway lads we're here to talk about rumours Chiefs rumours now what we're going to do is we're going to rate these rumours right because we, we always we, you know what it's like we scan through social media we, we look at these rumours and we think oh that could happen and then some of them we just think that ain't going to happen in a million years. So we're going to have... Obviously, a, the Chiefs aren't going to trade Marcus Peters to the Rams for a second and a third round pick or a fourth Why bring pick. that Obviously up? Not. Why bring... What a stupid rumour that was. Come on. <laughs> you set me up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you've, been, you've been ad. <laughs> you set me up. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was probably one of my worst takes. Um, yeah. Ever. You reckon? <laughs> you reckon? Do you know? There's still even Broncos fans are having a go at me about that. You know. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So we're going to give each rumor a bullshit rating. So we're going to have hey, just a quick thing though, Brad. Yeah. What's that? 
at least there wasn't like an embarrassing Brad versus Dave to sort of compound <laughs> how bad the whole trade thing was, was there? Like when you potentially guessed the wrong person who got traded to a particular team. At it, one time. It's my time for a bashing tonight, isn't it? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I, think I've, I think I've just twigged. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> bullshit ratings. Um, we're going to have, it's going to be 1 to 10 in bullshit rating. Um, and 10 being the, obviously we think it's totally bullshit, but uh, 5 being middle of the road and 1 thinking it could be a slim chance that it could be true. Give us a day-to-day example of how this would work. A day-to-day example. Uh, shall we start with one of the biggest rumours at the minute? Or shall we just build up to it? What do you think? It's your it's your show. You, you do what You're you want. You're the man in charge. <laughs> shall we start with the biggie? Because that kind of links in with all the other ones after that as well. To be honest, I don't know what the biggie is, so yeah, just enlighten me, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, Twitter seemed to uh, blow up after a... Uh, there was a um, a video uh, that Chris uh, Jones had released recently, uh, where he was going, "What if?" And then he I spun know. the he spun the phone round, and there was Le'Veon Bell with Chris Jones. Big, big. <laughs> it, it it was a big moment, really, because a lot of people were thinking, "Hang on a minute, why them two together? What's mm-hmm. going on?" And then Twitter just kind of just rolled with it. So the headline of this one, um, Le'Veon Bell, is it going to be? A dream to have Le'Veon Bell at the Kansas City Chiefs. Is it going to happen? Bullshit, right? I'm going to give this eight bullshits. Really? Yes. You're not convinced? No. As much as I want it to happen, and I realise it shouldn't happen, and it's probably a very, very bad idea for it to happen, um, I don't think the Chiefs are that silly. Um, and also, it will take a remarkable change of mind from Levy on himself to take a team friendly deal for it to happen and I just can't see that happening after what happened last year I think Levy on Bell is playing a blind of this free agency by the way because he's kind of creating his own market by interacting <laughs> so much trying to turn people on each other and I, I think he is going to get paid so I'm giving it a strong 8 bullshits out of 10 <laughs> that's a quite a strong 8 mate that is very strong what about Div? Mm. I'll give it 11 out of 10. <laughs> You're going full 11. It's just, it's not going to happen, is it? Like, I love a good rumour as much as the next guy, but that is just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. You, you think they're trolling us? Yeah, this is going to be my Marcus Peters moment, isn't it, when it eventually happens. I'll just be like, well, I tried to tell you, Dave. Yeah. Like, don't, get, no. don't, get, don't get us wrong. I would love for it to happen because imagine that offense. Like, oh, so, man. someone said it on Twitter yesterday. Like, if we sign Levy on Bell, you might as well go out and cut Dustin Colquitt straight away because <laughs> he would become redundant. Yeah. And the the offense would just like the whole of the NFL would just be like, "Fuck, <laughs> what do we yeah. do now? Like, how do we how do we stop that now? How yeah. do you stop it?" And I think it would be hilarious if it happened. I think seeing Pittsburgh go into meltdown. Because of him signing for the Chiefs would be worth it. With a team friendly friendly deal as well. Yeah, I just, five million. <laughs> I would love for it to happen, and I know it won't, and I know it probably shouldn't. But yeah, I'm all for Le'Veon Bell to KC. It would just be hilarious because it would meant finally the, the Chiefs would have got a player worthy of the number one pick from the 2013 draft as well. Mm. 
because he was taken late in that draft or late in the first round in that draft. So yeah, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, was so it I, second round? I think he might he might have been second round. So yeah, even later. Pretty so, sure. So I feel like the Chiefs finally would have got value out of that draft. So um, yeah, maybe maybe it won't, but I don't think it will. I'm giving it eight bullshits out of ten. I, I'm with you though. I think I'm I'm one of these where I'm like, that can't happen. It, it just can't happen. They're trolling us, and I think I even tweeted that as well. I said, "Look, it, Chris Jones is he's, he's always up for a laugh and all that, but yeah, I, I think I think it can't happen. It won't happen. But my God, if it did, I'd be so ecstatic. Um, but I just don't think the numbers work basically in, around this. So I'm I'm probably sitting at around about six and a half. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> of bullshits. You're sli- you are slightly <laughs> optimistic still, then, if you're only doing slightly. Yeah, because there was a rumor before, wasn't there, that the Chiefs are really looking to get one more big offensive sign, and and mm. to me, that's what we need. Well, yeah, but to me, there's no bigger than that. And can you imagine how much the offensive playbook opens up if mm. we had somebody like Levy on Bell at the back? Yeah, um, so for me, for it's me, it's not necessarily a running back the Chiefs should go for. There's one, I know it's not been rumoured at all, but there is one offensive player that I'd like the Chiefs to probably make a splash on, and that's Jared Cook, um, yeah. who is a free agent now. And he's not been talked about as potential to the Chiefs in any way, shape or form, but I would love to see Jared Cook get teamed up with Travis Kelsey because then I think then you have really have got serious mismatches across the board there are mismatches any everywhere with this Chiefs offense anyway mm-hmm. but Jared Cook the last two or three years has been an outstanding tight end in this league and I think it would be great if the Chiefs could maybe spend a little bit of money on that and find him there because there are some good tight ends coming in this draft apparently. I was going to say that's but. the only reason I don't like that move is because there are so many like draftable tight ends I there's literally talk there could be 10 tight ends taken in the first two days, which is pretty much unheard of. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I just think with, you know, we've obviously got four picks in the top, what, 100. Yeah. Um, I think, like, now's the perfect, because, you know, Travis Kelsey's not getting any younger. I know he's still got, obviously, three years left on his, on his deal. And, you know, you'd say he's in his prime right now, but... You always have got to be thinking ahead because, I say, you never quite know um, when a guy sort of gets into the, the late 20s, like whether the physical wear and tear will start to, to sort of um, work on them a little bit. So I, I would, I'd look to go younger, and especially with such a deep draft at tight end this year. Yeah. Yeah. And another former basketball tight end as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's my type of player. You know. Yeah. It's, it's what the Chiefs need. <laughs> Swiftly moving on. Um, so uh, yeah, we're we're not completely convinced on the Levy on Bell um, rumors, but um, that's the only really offensive talent that we've been linked with or rumored to be linked with. So yeah. I love the fact that Chris Jones is out there like dominating Chief Twitter and like <laughs> the whole of the media. Like he basically has all the sway in the world right now. He's out we there love Chris Jones as an agent for the Chiefs picking up free agents. It's uh, it's brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Keep doing it, Chris Jones. Well, the uh, the only other thing that Le'Veon Bell that, that kind of I don't know kind of got me a little bit more excited as well was um, there was another tweet actually that Le'Veon Bell sent out, and uh, I'm just trying to find it while I'm. Uh, just padding a little bit. Hang on, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Um, where he tweeted 
um, London Collins, Earl Thomas, and Tiran Matteo. Is it Matteo? Is it Matteo? Matteo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can I can never say his name. Um, and he's basically said, "Where are you all trying to go? Hit my line." And it's almost on the back of obviously since the the, the video was released of him with Chris Jones and everything. Um, is, do you think? Is, do you think he's just like I said, just trolling us because he's trying to link all those others to come with us, to come to the the Chiefs' kingdom, and especially. Oh, he's nah. added he's added Eric Weddle in there as well. I, I don't think that Le'Veon Bell's decision is going to be swayed by what safety goes where. To be honest, yeah. I just think he's out there having fun and just playing everyone against each other. That's all <laughs> it is. I, I just think he's one of those as well. Like he's, you know, finally a free agent. Like because. Mm. Say like how the Steelers have used the franchise tag is not really what it's supposed to be there for. Yeah, if you know what I mean, they've kind of abused it. Um, you know, the idea is that that you you know you tag them for a year, either to sort of give you more time to come to a long term deal, or you know, generally draft a replacement and then they're gone the following year yeah um and obviously the way the Steelers have been have done it is you know obviously well within the sort of their rights to do it because that's what's in the current CBA but it's not really in the spirit of how it's supposed to be what it's supposed to be there for they've basically done it to sort of you know keep Bell without committing to him long term um, and it's, yeah I, I don't really like how they've gone about it like I just yeah I kind of think they they sort of got what was coming to them when they tagged him for a second time yeah. Um, and uh, yeah I think you know he's more than more than uh, welcome to have his fun because as I say especially the position that he plays as well Yeah, you know it's such a short shelf life for guys you know I'm never going to have you know an issue with guys wanting to maximise their earnings in a very short NFL career because you know go and look back at Jamal Charles when he was bossing it for the Chiefs and you know everyone was thinking you know well well, he could break NFL records and then boom knee, knee injury mm. boom knee yeah. injury it's like you, you never know what's going to happen and it's like you know and yes I know like 40 million sounds like a lot of money but like that's just one year and then you're done like say he had got injured last year he's probably never going to get another big contract in the nfl and that'll be all the money he makes where even if he like even if his average value on his new contract isn't 40 million a year it's all about the guaranteed money say he signs a four you know a five-year deal somewhere and the average yearly value is only ten million, but he's guaranteed thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's obviously miles better off than he would have been by signing the franchise tag in in Pittsburgh. Um. So yeah, and I think this is going to be the one big thing that is definitely going to change in the next CBA agreement. I mean, we've got what two years left before you know that's up for um sort of getting renewed and I say it's not going to get renewed they're going to have to hash it out and 
sort of renegotiate that and that's certainly going to be one of the hot topics i think is the the franchise tag yeah yeah. Sorry, I rambled on a bit there. No, no, no. no it's 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 nice, mate. It's insightful. I, like I like the fact that we spent 10 minutes talking about a player that is no way in hell going to join our team. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. <laughs> we always stay on topic here at the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. I know, it's just the, it's just one of those nice-to-haves, isn't it? But, yeah, like we said before, it, the money won't work on it. It just won't work. But um, the Chiefs are clearly trying to free up some cap space because the next rumour is Justin Houston could be getting traded away we don't know who to or cut or, or cut even yeah um so on the bullshit rating what are we giving this tom i'm giving this a two bullshit two. out of ten i think there are some serious legs to this rumor um the cap hit is there it's not the way that i think the chiefs will go eventually personally this i'm very much different to everyone else but i can see this happening 100%. Um, it's a very big hit. What is it, 21 million? It's a it, lot. If, if, he's, if he stays well, on the team. you save 50. You've got to look at the savings more than the hit because mm. it's obviously what you save by getting rid of them and savings are like 14 million. Yeah. That's um, still quite a bit, isn't it? Yeah, certainly. It's, you know, it's top dollar free safety money. Mm. Um mm or strong safety, whichever safety position you're looking at, um, with probably a little bit of change left over. Um, and it's one of those, you've got D Ford, who's, you know, the rumours are he's going to be tagged. Mm. Um, his hit will be like 15 million. So you've got to think one of those two is going to be gone. Yeah. We're not going to be paying 30 million for, you know, well... 36 if we keep them both on the roster but yeah the hit anyway we're not going to be paying 30 million for two pass rushes on yeah. a, like, on on the team next year it's just not going to happen especially when you consider that there is a scheme change coming in as well and we yeah. don't we don't know how these two are going to fit and what last year proved as well is that you can have all the pass rush in the world the Chiefs led the league in sacks but the defense was still leaky because on the backside they were terrible yeah. um you can be terrible up front or you can you can design you can scheme pass rush but if you've got terrible corners and terrible defensive back play then it ain't happening is it? Y- it's not yeah. going to happen at all so they'll look at Brady like the Chiefs were trying to get after Brady but because the back end was so bad he yeah. could just pick them apart and Phil- Philip Rivers did the same as well so um, I do think the Chiefs are going to look to invest more in the back end than they are in the pass rush and try and rely on Spagnolo to scheme some pass rush there I think what happens with Houston entirely depends on what they can get for Ford um, I think if a buyer comes out and offers a, a top or a, an early second round or a late first round pick then I think the Chiefs will probably roll with Houston and use the first and second round pick elsewhere Um but if they can't and Ford isn't going to be tradable, I think they cut Houston and keep and keep Ford on the team for I a year. I still think they'll try and trade Houston first. I don't. I think who's Houston's, going to pay it though? Who's going to pay yeah, twenty one million? Yeah, they're not. Are they? I think yeah, but the thing is, like, I don't think this one of the, those players. Like, he gets picked up by someone if he gets cut. He's too good, even though he's got a big hit. Like there's plenty of teams around with a ton of cap space and a ton of young guys. The Browns. You well, the yeah. thing is, like Colts. You know, Houston's cap hit's only for two more years. Like 
So it's not going to hurt any... You know, it's not like picking up a guy who's got four years left on his deal or something like that. It's not going to hurt you long term. It's mm. literally just... Obviously, it's bad for us because we've obviously got some big contract renewals coming up in the next couple of years. But for a team like, for example, just the Colts, you know, not saying he's going to go to the Colts, but mm-hmm. you look at how much... cap They've got $110 million in cap space. Yeah. You know, signing someone like Justin Houston doesn't hurt them for two years it just doesn't it just makes them a better football team so what do they give up what what do they give up and what oh a late round accept? pick i'm not saying it's 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 much like maybe a maybe a fifth sixth rounder so if you like, had a choice now of taking a fifth sixth rounder for houston and keeping ford on his franchise tag and having the drama next year or trading d ford for a fir- late first early second and keeping houston for a year which one are you going with um, probably Ford because I think he's a better scheme fit for yeah. Spagnolo's defense. I think he's more flexible in what Spagnolo can probably do with him. Um, plus, he's the younger guy who's, you know, obviously had a few injuries, but nothing, you know, on the level of, you know, um, Houston's mm-hmm. chronic injury problems of the last few years. Um, I say for me, I'd always go with the younger guy, especially if the cap hits are similar. I'd, I'd always go with the younger guy, especially when production-wise they were very, very similar mm. last year for the most part. I think it's going to be an interesting one with Ford because if we do keep Ford around and he has another season like he did last year, then we're going to be we're going to find ourselves where we were in the situation after the 2014 season, where what, what type of deal do you give? the edge rusher because the Chiefs I think really want to try and stay away from bad defensive contracts and they've been unlucky with two of them with yeah. Barry and Houston but they don't want to be in that position again so it, it will be an interesting one Ford might not be a fit in this scheme he might not have the season that he wants or is expecting to have and he might become a little bit cheaper this time next year or yeah. find himself on the free agency I s- market, I s- yeah and that's the thing is like there's no commitment after this year with with you know with Ford mm-hmm. if you know what I mean and there's not much with Houston either there's, no. there's one and a half, a, mi- one and a half yeah. million if we had him next year it's, it's not a, a massive amount but it's one of those things it's like I, again I, I just roll with the younger guy and the guy that's you know been healthier the last two years um, and as I say it, I, I just think like Houston's probably going to be the odd one out in the end. Yeah. Um, as I say, I don't think we'll get a first or second round pick for Ford either. Um, I think that's asking a lot. We've got um, to look at the uh, the backups as well, though, that we've got, because we've got Breland Speaks, who we took, was it last year or the year before? I can't remember now. Last year, yeah. Last Speaks, year, yeah. Um, and then we've got uh, Passenger, who I still think has a, an opportunity here. Um, he's a defensive end as well, isn't he? Yeah, um, as I say, I think like Speaks is obviously a different kind of player to D Ford, though. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's it's not really like this. You know, a like for like almost. Yeah. You know, um, Speaks and Ford are basically going to play opposite ends of the line mm-hmm. if they're going to play together. So yeah, they're, so you, they're not like so for likes. Dave thinks Houston's going. Ford staying, would you say? Yeah, that's pro- yeah. that would be my guess. I think, as I say, like for similar cap hits, 
um, you know, you're not really tied down to to Ford either yeah. if he doesn't produce. And again, you can p- potentially get him cheaper if he doesn't mm. have like as big a year next year. Whereas obviously Houston, you've always like if you want to keep him after next year, his cap hits his cap hit. Yeah, it's as simple as that. So it's like, yeah, I think you've got more flexibility with what you can do with Ford after this year if you keep him as well. Yeah. So there's there's, there's no opportunity that we could actually trade both of them away. Oh, well, it wouldn't surprise me with Brett Veach. To be Who honest. knows? Yeah. Um, it really wouldn't. It depends. I suppose, remember, there's a new guy coming in. Spec Nola. He might not see either of them as fits for his new defense so yeah, good point. you don't know he might want to invest heavily in the back end and try and draft some pass rush and scheme some pass rush it's a shame that Justin Houston hasn't restructured his contract but I don't expect expect it from players it's no. nice when it happens um, it's a nice thought we have but at the end of the day we wouldn't take less money for the work we do now would we if um, our boss come up to us tomorrow morning and said oh, Tom I want you to take a 35% pay cut to do the same job so that we can hire to somebody else to, uh, yeah, <laughs> to yeah, work yeah, alongside slightly yeah. different <laughs> but still it, it, I, th- I do think it does translate a little bit in, in people's thinking like, it depends on I suppose where he wants to take his yeah career. but I think the restructure what you have to understand about a restructure is like you you sort of you're still extending their contract just lower it over, over a number of years they're not earning less money they're just spreading it out over a couple of extra years basically um, yeah but if it's, if it's the same money eventually they will lose out because at the end of the the original contract oh yeah but at the end of the had. contract they're likely not to get that money anyway so it, i don't think it really matters you know mm-hmm. um i get it's kind of like yeah it's kind of being asked to take a pay cut but you'll probably earn more like a little bit less money but stretch it out over a longer period and it's yeah. yeah um i say i can understand why players don't want to do it but at the same time i kind of look at it like you know especially in houston's situation he's <laughs> contracts with 120 million or whatever it was like you know it's not like he's short on change or anything like that it's not like he can't afford a round like brad <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> funny <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I get it with guys that you know come off rookie deals and stuff. Why they want to earn their the big money, but you know guys like that that have had their big contracts. I can like, and especially when they're not producing at the same level, like mm. I, you know. But at the same time, you know, I I sort of get why guys don't want to do it either. You know, I'm not saying a, a guy definitely should do it. I'm just saying, you know, it's you you kind of hope you know especially when you're kind of close you know they're close to the the super bowl there's no doubt about that they you know what overtime away from the super bowl last year don't so, Dave, don't no but i'm just saying so <laughs> when i i certainly think that plays on you know it's not like playing for a crappy team where you're only going to win 3 4 games that year i'd say yeah. sure keep, take all the money you can get but like you know, you see guys do it in New England constantly, like just for that chance at a, hmm. ch- chance at a ring, just, you know, take that little bit less money because at the end of the day, like what's an extra 10 million in the bank without a Super Bowl ring? I think if you're asked a lot of players, like what would you rather have, 120 million in the bank and no Super Bowl rings or 100 million in the bank and 
two Super Bowl rings. Yeah. I think the the pick the hundred million and two Super Bowl rings any day of the week. A lot of them. Yeah, very true, and it, definitely in a Super Bowl window at the minute, aren't we? Definitely, without a doubt. Um, okay, well, we'll move on to another high, highly paid chief um, who could be rumoured to maybe be leaving, shall we say? Um, Eric Berry. Mm. Now, mm. he's missed a heck of a lot of games. Probably, what, two seasons worth? He's, he's played, like, what, four games Not in probably. two seasons? Yeah, he has missed. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of money that he's carrying. And the Chiefs... There was a strange story came out, didn't there, about his, um, his bone spur on his heel that they're not going to operate on it because everything seems fine now. And it, it just led a lot of questions to a lot of the Chiefs fans out there just thinking, well, what the hell's going on? Are we? Is he, is he ready to play again? Or is it just one of these one of these moments where the Chiefs have thought, Do you know what, it's probably not worth doing any, any um, surgery on him and maybe look to either trading him or letting him go? So what's the rumour? Barry leaving the Chiefs. Yeah, he's gone. Um, yeah, I, I called zero bullshit. Zero bullshit. You um, think he's gone? Yeah, I think he's done. Um, wow. I just, yeah, I don't, like, I, it's one of those situations we don't save a lot by cutting him this year. It's like, what, one and a half million dollars or something yeah. like that. But then next year, that's where the the big savings come in. Um you know, you're talking like thirteen and a half million dollars or something like that, right? Um, or close to, no, sorry, nine and a half, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, because some of it's bonus, which is, you know, there all the time. But yeah, it's you know, um, so Dave's thinking it's a dead cert that we're losing. It's a lot of money we save money. next year. Um, yeah. and yeah, I I wouldn't be, wouldn't be surprised if that if that that was the case um especially like we've obviously got a, a quite a few high draft picks there's some dvs there at the top of the draft you know at 1.5 million will pay the salary of a guy on a rookie deal and then mm. the the cap space frees up next year for you know extensions for some key guys yeah well i suppose we've also got um armani watts to come back as well Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously we've got the impending arrival of a free agent safety which many of us expect to happen although yeah. we expected it to happen last year as well we all sat here and were crowing for any of the free agent well, safeties it, last year But I mean I think if we certainly went after a couple and I think we tried very hard to make a deal happen for one of them mm. um, that just fell short due to a certain injury but yeah I don't think there's any doubt that it's going to be happening this this off season, mm. I don't know where I stand on Eric Berry at the moment. Um, am I prepared, or am I mentally prepared for another day to day to day to day to day off season and <laughs> regular season? Because it was the that most was tiresome, boring. It was the most tiresome, boring, frustrating story of the Chiefs' 2018 season, and it's nothing to do with Eric Berry itself. I think the Chiefs really mishandled the situation mm. um, last year. Um, they probably should have sent him for surgery earlier in the year now obviously they're saying that he doesn't need it I don't know um, will, the, will Eric Berry be on the Chiefs roster in 2019 I'm going to give this a bullshit rating of 2 2 because wow. I think there is some serious legs again to him and there's a case for him to be cut I don't want to see it personally because 
the optimist in me says that Eric Berry's going to have a se- another off-season of resting. He's going to come back. He's going to be fine. He's going to lead this team. They're going to pair him with another safety, and he's going to drop to free safety. Maybe they bring in Landon Collins, and he plays strong safety, and they draft a corner and it's all going to be hunky-dory in the defensive backfield so you but, think give him one more year but no uh, f- I, uh, uh yes no yes no um, <laughs> i know i know what you're feeling i, there. I, I don't know, know. i don't know um yes yes give him one more year it's eric berry and i love him <laughs> i i know it's I know emotions it's, creeping in i know i feel like such a fanboy but yeah give him one more year i don't think they will i think they cut him but uh yeah just do it for me. I either do one of two things, Chiefs, Brett Veach. Either keep Eric Berry or sign Levy on Bell. Both of them will make me happy. Um, but yeah, no, do you I'm think not. the Berry deal, the Berry kind of, you know, cutting or trading or whatever is could be linked with whether we no, get no, Bell no, I don't. Not. No, I don't think they have any reflection on each other whatsoever you're not saying but, that. but I think they would both make me equally as happy and I know this isn't very good analysis here um, but you guys aren't used to good analysis on the show that's why you listen to us <laughs> it's because we're relatable um, but yeah I don't know oh, God, you can tell I think every Chiefs fan is having the same sort of debate within yeah. themselves at the moment with regards to Eric Berry and you can't unless you call Div yeah, who, unless you've got Dave, Mr. Logical Thinker there, who just <laughs> looks <at things laughs> It's <properly>. business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Move move on. Let's move away from Eric Berry conversations because it's going to happen eventually. He's going to get cut, and I'm going to feel like I'm going to have my insides ripped out like I did when Jamal Charles was cut. It's just going to be horrible. I, I think you've got to look at this is with, with Berry. I mean, I, I'm giving it a bullshit rating of probably two as well. Um, I, think, I think it's probably his... Uh, stock value has dropped dramatically mm-hmm. due to his uh, due to his injuries, um, and it, it's horrible to say that because you know we've gone through the the, the the highs and the lows of you know when he was diagnosed with his um, his cancer, and to see him come back and have the season that he did in uh, 2015 was brilliant. But I think you're right. I think it's now the time probably that maybe even Barry might even retire. I don't know. Maybe that is that is a distinct possibility. But yeah. That could happen because if this injury creeps up again, he's never going to get better from it, is he? No. So um, maybe that could happen. Maybe we've seen his last game. I hope not. But yeah. I want him to carry on playing because he's been through so much. He's been through so much more than any other player. He deserves He deserves a Patrick Mahomes to lead him to a Super Bowl. And yeah. I hope he's around long enough to see it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he'll stay on as a coach. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on to the next one. Uh, we touched on him briefly. Landon Collins, he's been released by the Giants and every Chiefs fan is looking at possibly a replacement for Eric Berry. So does Landon Collins meet up again with Spags and take the Chiefs to a Super Bowl and sort this defence out? What bullshit rate am I giving this? Mm. Do you want to go first, Dave? Sure. Sure. I'll go first. (laughs) Um, Go on. I I give this a very low bullshit rating of three. Ooh. Wow. Um, I don't think it's like a, a dead cert or anything because there's obviously some things that need to be worked out cap-wise before you can realistically go after him. Um, but there's certainly no smoke without fire. And uh, I do think especially with the rumours about Houston and Ford, 
that's the kind of money you're looking at to free up to sign one of these top free agent safeties. So I, I very much think that this is a possibility. And obviously the history with Spagnolo, mm. um, he's the perfect kind of player that Spagnolo likes to use. He'll he'll man him up on tight ends, running backs, and then blitz him off the edge as well. Obviously something Spagnolo like, likes to do a lot. Um, so yeah, I think he is probably the Chiefs' number one target. I would say heading into free agency. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, if I had to hang my hat on any free agent becoming a Chief in the next week or so, I think it will be Landon Collins. So I'm giving this a bullshit rating of one. I'm confident he's going to be a Chief. Yeah, mm-hmm. I say my rating's only higher because we obviously need to get other stuff done. Yeah first if we get the other stuff done then yeah i'm with tom on that yeah i'm actually going four on this one because uh i i already think that the chiefs have already done some kind of uh agreement deal with earl thomas so that's clouding my my judgment a little bit on this collins one because i would have agreed with you if bob sutton was still with the chiefs if the chiefs hadn't gone for a four free defensive guy and some of the landon collins obviously has played well for in previous stints so I, I would have agreed with you but I think it just it just makes too much sense for me Landon Collins over Earl Thomas um, Landon Collins is younger um, five years younger he hasn't come off just a, a couple of devastating injuries he's mm-hmm. played in the scheme I just think it makes too much sense and probably worth that little bit of extra investment yeah, yeah I think I say you're not signing both of them it's one, no, no. So, it's one or the other isn't it yeah especially with Spagnolo now I say pre Spagnolo, I, I, you know, I was definitely more on board the the sort of Earl Thomas bandwagon. But yeah, yeah, with Spagnolo there and the history there, it just it just makes it makes too much sense, really. Yeah. Okay. Uh, swiftly moving on. Uh, the only there's been a whimper of a rumor of uh, Eric Weddle um, could possibly be linked with the Chiefs move. It seems as though there's a lot of players at the minute being linked with the Chiefs, don't they? But is that kind of player that the the Chiefs need? So do we think this is a a bullshit rating of high or low? Veteran presence could make sense if the Chiefs want to save some money and not go and spend money out on the big ticket free agent. So possibly, depends on what happens with Houston and Ford, I'm going to give this a bullshit rating of five. Five. Okay. Dev? Sorry, who was that? I didn't catch the name. Weddle. Um, Eric Weddle. Depends if he's willing to do a team-friendly deal. Um, Like, if he's... Because obviously he's one of those guys that's never quite made it over the top and won a Super Bowl. So, I think it's... I'm right in thinking that, aren't I? Yeah. I've I've not made a horrible mistake (laughs) there in saying that. He was with the Chargers and then made it to the Ravens after they won the Super Bowl I really hope Dave's made a mistake there I'm going to check that later (laughs) Um, so I think he's one of those if he's like thinking this might be my last chance to go out and win a Super Bowl and I'm willing to sign a super team friendly deal for like a couple of years then potentially but that's the only real like real way that I can see that happening basically Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially if they go hard after Landon Collins as well. It's definitely the right time to pick up a safety, a defensive back kind of player, isn't it? Especially with it all flood. There's, there's a flood of them now in free agency that 
are right for the picking. And yeah, there's a few yeah, good guys in the draft as well. You've got you've got options yeah. in both. Like I think you pick one of those cheap. I, it's one of those like I think there's going to be one free agent safety and one drafted safety with one of our top four picks. Yeah. I think I'm almost certain of that. Um, yeah, I think we're going to go probably corner safety. Um, I think possibly tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably D-line, um, I would think, um, in the draft. I yeah. would guess with the top four picks, if, I, if I'm looking at what we seriously need. Okay. Let's talk about some uh, brighter news. Uh, Rumour, Tyreek Hill will become the highest paid wide receiver in the league. Bullshit written. What do you think, Tom? Uh, two. I think the Chiefs value him highly, and I think Nailed it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. 32 touchdowns in three seasons, getting better as a receiver every single year. Um, I, I do genuinely think that deal gets done and he does become the highest paid wide yep. receiver in the league. Never injured. He's got, you know, he, he's he got one of the best quarterbacks in the league thrown to him. He's just a, a horrible, horrible guy to try and cover. Uh, yeah, there's no way they take uh, Mahomes' best weapon away from him. They will do whatever they need to get that deal done, and this is one of those cases where I am perfectly okay with that. No. Uh, okay. Well, just to let you know, we Brad has left us. <laughs> he's come off. He's gone off the air. So it's just me and you now, Dave, for the, uh, for the super. <laughs> he said, "I don't know if they've still got fiber. Have they got fiber internet up up north? I, I, I don't still, know. I I heard they're still on dial up. I think um, the fax machine yeah. noise is going crazy in his room right now." Um, trying to get back into the chat, so chances are he's not going to be uh, coming back. So let let's let me roll with it. I've got the script as well. So the final question of our podcast for this week, before we love and leave, is um, we've got Steve Nelson, Chris Connolly, Demetrius Harris, and Mitch Morse. How many of them will be back next year? Um, again, I'm firmly of the opinion. It depends on what sort of contracts those guys are looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, if there will it like Morse concussion issues, um, Conley obviously is a usage issue, I guess, and yep. like production issue. Nelson, you're kind of of that mind of was it a scheme or was it a personnel yep. issue? So there's there's question marks hanging over all three of those guys. Um, so I get it's one of those I would say like how like how friendly a team deal are they all willing to come back on um i'd certainly want to bring back morse i don't think we're deep enough as an offensive line as it is and with obviously i think us needing to attack defense Mm -hmm. in the draft i'd rather not have to add another offensive line need going into the draft um i did like austin rita um when he played this year i have to say but again, I just don't think we're deep enough there. So I, I'd hope to keep hold of Morse. Nelson, I like. I always have liked. Yeah, I think he gets. We differ some, on this one, don't we? I think he gets some way too much unnecessary stick. Um, you know, new DB coach coming in. Just, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd love to see him get to work with him. And I, I certain like, I'd be looking more to replace Scandrick than it would be Nelson. Yeah. Um, and think, again, if we can get Nelson on not a a massive cap hit, yeah, I, I definitely want to bring him back. Conley, I'm quite happy to like 
I'd like to keep him, but again, I'm like it's one. I'm just not that fussed. No. Like if he stays, great. If he goes, you know, we can replace his production. Um, and I certainly think like Dieter will probably get more snaps next year. You mm-hmm. can draft a guy in the later rounds to sort of replace that level of production, especially yeah. when you've got you know big money going to your top two receivers soon. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think Harris comes back. I think Morse comes back. I think we get priced out of Nelson. I think, I think Harris goes. Um, Sorry, I forgot to add that. That's okay. I think Nelson will probably get a big a contract elsewhere. I think the fact that he's had such highly high ratings from PFF and has been shown as the one of the bright sparks of the Chiefs defense, even though I don't personally see it. But I think he goes and I think Connolly goes. So yeah, I think two out of the four. Um, that's Harris and Morse will still be around, but yeah, um, I differ on. I think it's Nelson and Morse will still be around. Okay. If we both agree on Morse, I think Morse is the one we definitely want to mm-hmm. keep. Like I'm more high on Nelson, you're higher on Harris, and <laughs> yeah. Conley's the guy. I'm definitely not. We'll I am definitely not higher on Harris. I just know that Andy Reid is somehow really. Yeah, I just high think with Harris. I say because I think we're gonna go after a tight end in the draft this year. It's too deep at that position like you know you're talking 10 11 guys that will go in within yeah. the first three rounds like potentially okay. and even if they don't they're gonna you know that means someone's gonna drop into like the fourth round where again we've got two additional picks yeah so it's like i just think there's, there's too much talent in the draft this year at tight end to mm. not take a guy and i say i think i just yeah i'd rather spend that money elsewhere especially mm. when you've got big contract renewals coming up well should we call it a day yeah let's do it as brad's left us thank you for screw uh, you brad i never liked you anyway (laughs) this show is so much better without you knobhead uh, <laughs> Why? Sorry. I didn't call you a knobhead, Brad. I think you're a wanker, but I didn't call you a knobhead. <laughs> Anyways, um that's it it's for awesome. this week's Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Thank you for coming in and listening to us and listen us to listen to us ramble on about free yeah, agents. Yeah, I rambled a bit. This time Sorry next week, we will probably know what's going to happen. It's six days until free agency opens. Stuff gets done really early, especially with those big free agents. So this time next week, yeah, we'll the, probably the know what's going to happen. Period. The, the, the allowed tampering period. Yeah, the dreaded three days, eh? Yeah. Um, it's like tapping up for football, um, but yeah. slightly more legal. Um, yeah. Please join us next week when we do come to react about the Chiefs signings. Will they have Landon Collins? Will Justin Houston be a Chief? Will D Ford be a Chief? We'll soon know. So, um, Will on Derek beh- Carr be a Raider? <laughs> <laughs> so, on behalf of Dave, Brad and myself, and from one kingdom to another... We'll speak to you again soon.